Adam P. Gilly from the Sydney Morning Herald. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Uh, tell us about your story on the back page of the Herald today under the headline, NRL looking at February kickoff in a 27-round plan. Yeah, Jared. the proposal that's doing the rounds at the moment, the NRL's tabled and it's been sent to the clubs about expanding the season to 27 rounds, uh, the competition starting a week earlier. Uh, basically, every club will get three buys over the course of that 27-round season. So they'll still play the same amount of games, still play 24 games throughout the course of the season. But where the issue is coming from here is that Origin's going to be returning to Wednesday night for all three games next year. Now, we know the Rugby League Players Association, I think you wrote the story, Bulldog, didn't you, are pushing to have a mandatory stand-down period for those players who play in Origin matches and not play for their clubs the, the following weekend. So the NRL is obviously trying to tinker with their schedule to try and, I suppose, cater for, for player workloads and, and not have the effect on those players backing up, which is why they're sort of looking at potentially having three buys throughout the course of the season. So instead of starting on the second weekend in March like we usually do, uh, this stage is a very good chance we start on the first weekend in March uh, next season. And if we include the American game, which is still in, on the back burner there somewhere, uh, potentially the season could start in February and allow those teams a, a week to travel back to Australia to recover. So very much a watch this space at this stage. The clubs will obviously provide some feedback to the NRL. Obviously, the Players Association will too. But yet, we're definitely a 27-round season could be on the cards next year. Adam, do you think that the players would prefer to have one week less in their off-season but have one during the year? Do you think that would be more beneficial to them? Or do you think they'd rather the extra week in January or February where they can sort of you know, still get away from the game and, and, and join off-season, so to speak? Well, the issue, Dockey, is that the, the pre-season is going to be so crammed next year. It's like the World Cup at the end of the year. So that World Cup's not going to be played until sort of mid... The World Cup final's not going to be played until mid or late November. Those players will have to travel back from the UK back to Australia. They won't be back at their clubs training for pre-season until middle or late January next year. So... You know, we're talking about an all-star fixture, which Laurie knows so well. Um, obviously, that's got to be crammed somewhere in the pre-season schedule. We have the traditional trials, games off the charity shield and everything like that. So the pre-season next year is just going to be, <coughs> the way it looks at the moment, just such a rush and such a, a mess, what I put in, in those terms. It was so, so crammed in. So whether they go through with this proposal or not, I'm, I'm not too sure. I think the players, Doggy, to answer your question, probably would like the extra break maybe in the pre-season potentially. And, and, and we've had that standalone representative weekend over the course of the last few years where if you're not playing Origin, you're not playing Pacific Test, those guys get a, a full week off and a chance to rest and recuperate and get ready to go again sort of towards the second half of the season. But with the 17th team in the competition next year, the NRL has to have a buy every single week of the year. They're going to try and concentrate a lot of those buys around that Origin period so they can... I suppose, spread them out over the course of the year, but a lot of them will be concentrated around that origin period. But it's, it's definitely a, a complex thing for the NRL to work on for the draw for next year. In racing, was Artorius luckless again over in Europe? Went running yeah. a group one, one in France on Sunday? Yeah, he was, Jared. So I didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but he's just Artorius doing Artorius things, wasn't it? Selling the second half of the field, not getting a whole lot of luck when, when the whips were cracking and running on to finish sixth. And um, that's pretty much been the story of his campaign over there in Europe. I think Anthony and Sam Friedman would be quite content with how he's campaigned over there. He's obviously had three runs over there and run really well, in particular Diamond Jubilee Stakes when he was desperately unlucky not to win that race. And He'll probably come back to Australia now and campaign down here for the spring. They're talking about the Golden Eagle as his primary target, obviously with the $10 million on offer. It's a huge amount of money. And funnily enough, I think the Golden Eagle might be a really nice race for him, given it's over 1,500 metres, a little bit further than what he's been tested in the past. And it's usually a big field, a high-pressure race. Hopefully every, every horse will get a chance. And he's a horse that can settle off the speed and really come whizzing home and hopefully not find too much traffic. So... We'll see how he comes back, and uh, yet the Golden Eagle could be on there, Jennifer Artoria. Golden Slip runner-up, best of Bordeaux, likely to run this weekend in the Rosebud.
Yeah, can't wait to see him, Loz. He was uh, he did some really good things as a two-year-old. Uh, ran out of his skin in the Golden Slipper, only got mowed down by Fireburn late. And looking at this race, but on the weekend, it's be a really nice race. A lot of these two-year-olds coming back to start their three-year-old campaigns, and I find it a, a really fascinating time of year to try and back uh, to try and bet in these three-year-old races because we see a lot of these two-year-olds who won't train on. They might be you know, physically a little bit more mature than their rivals as two-year-olds, but when they come back to three-year-olds, they don't quite measure up. So. Maybe we can find a few angles in this Rosebud there on the weekend. I'll go back and watch a few trials and see how these horses parade uh, at Rose Hill on the weekend. But no doubt, Best of Bordeaux will be the headline horse in that race at, at Rose Hill on Saturday. What's the latest with alligator blood? Oh, Jared, this story just won't end, will it? Um, Alan Andres and his legal team gave Racing Victoria a deadline of Sunday to come back to them with their proposal to transfer some of the ownership to Living Legends. The reason they did that is because they wanted him to trial at Cranbourne this morning. It's a really crucial barrier trial for him heading towards his spring campaign, Racing Victoria. We're not going to be threatened or, I suppose, moved into responding to his proposal by Sunday. Uh, so that's still ongoing at the moment. His campaign is definitely very much up in the air as it stands right now. So we're waiting to see when Racing Victoria get back to uh, the Alligator Blood legal team. But unfortunately, he won't be trying at Cranbourne this morning. He's going to put, I imagine, his first up run, which I think was probably planned for the Memsey Stakes in, in severe doubt. And paranoid on the text line goes, Mido, can you ask Adam Pengilly where Willie Pike is? Not at Hawkesbury today or the Kenzo tomorrow. Uh, he rode in Townsville last week, didn't he, Jared? He did have a bit of a holiday up in far north Queensland. He, he was back in right. Sydney on the weekend. He was back in Sydney on the weekend riding, so I'm not quite sure whether he, he's having a little break this week or not. I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's done a suspension. He might have a suspension. I'm, I've got to go back and check that. But, uh, yeah, Willie's been doing a bit of travelling lately, and he's certainly holding his own. But I'll, uh, I'll try and chase up with Paramount and see where he's at. Good stuff, mate. Have a good one. See you, boys.